you got uh, some redness in your eye. Yeah, that was expected. They said that's part of There's only one, though. Is there not on the other one? No. Look at closer. Only in that one? Oh, that's my bad eye, I guess. Um, no, yeah. that's, that's part of the LASIK thing. LASIK, huh? That's part of the, they said it's, that's what it's going to be like expected for like a month, I think. Really? I yeah. didn't have any. Really? No, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like, if you're just listening, they're like little small specks of uh, like ruptured blood vessels. Oh. In so your, that's what it is. Which is kind of expected. If they're going to take a laser to your right. eye. Right. It's expected that it's gonna. It's very yeah. Small. Cut some it's vasculature. It's kind of weird because it's not like. Is it symmetrical? Or is it kind of all over the place? It's just like one little. Oh, just one spot. little thing. Yeah. Oh. I want my money back. Yeah. Tell him. Lasik is a. It, uh, it's such an interesting thing. It, he, the doctor said that because how bad my vision was, which was like, almost negative six. He said there's a good chance I'll have to do a touch up like in six months. Like, but you didn't tell me that. No, 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 no. Before doing it, he says, your vision's yeah. so bad. Yeah, you didn't tell me that. Well, he also said, don't rub your eyes, but I didn't tell you that either. <laughs> I'm not supposed to, like, come up. Well, that's important. I feel like information that you'd have to redo it in six months. No, okay, so not necessarily redo, like a touch-up. Is that part of the price, or do you have to pay extra? Okay, so let me back up a little bit. Well, no, I think I have to do extra. To pay for it again? Well, no. Okay, so let me back up before you're freaking out right now. No, it's, I'm not freaking out. I just it was interesting because you told your mom yesterday, but you didn't tell me. Tell my mom what? About that. That touch-up part? Uh -huh. I didn't tell my mom that. You did. I was listening. Oh, so it no. It he said that how bad the uh, how bad the prescription is is like sometimes you can't do it all because they have like a measuring way, right? right? They said you can't do it all like in terms of you're, you're, you're reshaping the cornea and that's the most you can reshape it. And then you have to let some time to heal the scarring or whatever that's happening. And then you can come again. If you don't mm. let it heal, then it might be a little too dangerous, right? And corneas um, get too thin. Right. So, so uh, when I went to go get checked up today, you know, it was 2020 vision. They did a thing. Um, and he said that 2020 line is going to get even crispier. So it's going to be even better than 2020. Um, and he was like, yeah, it doesn't look like you're going to need to be like, we got it all done in one, in one hit. So there's no need for me to come back, come back for another touch up or anything like that. So that's, that's pretty amazing. All right. Um, my having such bad vision, my brother, uh, he said he had to go get his touched up, um, done twice, but he said it's because he strained his eyes. Like, I think. The way he said it, he's like, you know, uh, here's some advice. Don't overstrain your eyes. Take it from somebody who had it done twice. Um, he says those two week period is like important for resting. But then I asked, I asked my doctor as like, as like, is that, is that bro science? And I was like, what does it look like for me to rest my eyes? Cause it's not like I could be working. So I'm going to be watching TV. They're like, no, we're all back to work the next day. Like all the gals at the office. Yeah. They're like, just take 20 minute breaks or, or, or take a break every 20 minutes. It like means that. like don't sit in front of the computer for eight hours. That's exactly what he did. He's yeah. like, Oh, I got a LASIK. I'm working from home. Yeah. Eight hour shit. You know, then eight hours. It's like, duh. Office They're hours. still healing. Your but eyes are you're tired. You're just watching TV like at a distance. Right. It's fine. Right. So it was, and man, people always say like, I can't tell you how many DMS I got of people going like, it's the best decision I ever made or my husband did it. And it's the best right. decision he ever made. Why don't I do it sooner? It, you hear stories like that, but unless you are truly blind, blind, and I was blind, blind. I mean, I can't like as we're, we're sitting a foot and a half away, I, I wouldn't be able to recognize your face that far away. Mm -hmm. um, it it's such a trip to be like, well, even right now I'm sitting. I'm like, I don't have contacts and I could see clear. You see better than with contacts, right? I see better with contacts? Than you did with... Well, I think... Contacts. I mean, I, the only way I'll know that if I, there's a line that I could read, you know? Right. Like, the doctor actually maybe knows, like, hey, with contacts, this is the lowest line you're able to read. Right. I uh, think... I remember, <laughs> like, just being... I wore contacts for a really long time, and I This is not about you right now. Okay? This is about my <laughs> journey. <laughs> Listen! I'm going to be part of the club. I got mine done, like, almost 10 years ago, so... Oh, look at you. Back when technology haven't figured yes. itself out. Which LASIK's only been around for 20 years, so you got it at the halfway point. I didn't realize it was in, that. It was, it was the first procedure ever done in 1991. 1991? Huh? That, that recent. That so doesn't seem that long ago. 30 years. No, 1990. Yeah, 91. Yeah. Yeah, that's 30-something. 30 30-something 30 years ago. So, um, 
What was your What was your experience? Well, Did I I just remember because I wore contacts for a long time, but I for the last like six months of me wearing contacts, I started getting ulcers in my eyes from these specific contact lenses. Is it like an allergic reaction or pressure? I don't know. It must ulcers have been a reaction. from pressure. It was definitely from the contacts because I had just switched from the, my regular ones that I wore all the time. And my, the optometrist was like, just try these. These are like a new up and coming nice lens. They're which just, they're like, they just came in from I Chernobyl. I think it was some kind of AccuView. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. name brand. I yeah. used it before. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like a specific kind. I can't remember the, the, the exact. There's like, AccuView. Um, I had AccuView 2 Advanced, I think. That's what I had. I don't remember. It was the Oasis. 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 Oh, I had Oasis. I did have Oasis. Or maybe it was something else. Okay. I just remember well, I'm it was trying like, to fit in. Okay. <laughs> I just remember it was some kind of like new ones. Right. And I wore them for like two months and I started like, I just remember I couldn't tell. I thought it was allergies at first because I'm like, my eyes always feel itchy and um, like there's sand in them. Yeah. While and wearing contacts. While wearing contacts. And I mean, that's, you get that from contacts every once in a while, but not, I mean, it started getting progressively worse and worse to where I, I like couldn't even see it. It would hurt so bad. I could like, couldn't open my eyes all the way. And so I started like taking my contacts out only wearing them every once in a while. And I'm like, what is wrong with my eyes? So I ended up going to the eye doctor again. And he, um, he told me I had ulcers in my eyes, but he claimed it wasn't from the contacts. He's like, give your eyes a rest. Here's these like drops you mm-hmm. take. And he's like, and then put the contacts back in. I t- probably took a rest from them for like, I don't know. He told me like a couple weeks. So I didn't wear them for a couple weeks for glasses the minute I put the contacts back in, it took only like a week and I started getting that pain again, hmm. like the sandpaper feeling. And I was like, it's the contacts. But by then my ulcers were so bad. Um, they told me I couldn't really wear contacts again. Can you see these ulcers? Were they like visual? Like, can you like look in the mirror? No, the mirror? no, 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 no. They were like inside, but they were like basically like, they call them ulcers, but it's basically like scarring mm. in my eye, mm-hmm. scars in my eye. And... So he was like, your option is glasses or um, LASIK. Mm. <laughs> and I did not want to wear glasses because my vision was bad too. It wasn't like yours, but my contacts or my glasses were pretty thick too. Yeah. Made my eyes look like beady. Yeah. I think my vision was like negative 4.5. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, so I ended up getting the LASIK done. But even before I had got it done, I had to wait a month for like the ulcers to heal and then so um, you were in your glasses that time i had to wear my glasses for that long yeah it sucked I, I would do like what you do i would take them off when i'd be around people and then only like when i was at home would wear them so you just go blind <laughs> yeah you do like <laughs> that one eye thing and you squint i was I, when we were recording here because i had to be out of my like context for a week for my cornea to relax and every time i'd be on on like talk to the camera i would take my glasses off and put it in my pocket. Like, where do I look? Yeah. <laughs> or is a little red dot? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I had a really great experience because even though my con, I like my contacts experience was terrible towards the end. Uh, what I was going to say was because like the last six months of wearing contacts, I didn't see well anyway that when I got LASIK, it was like, whoa, I'm seeing like extra clear. It's almost uh, like this. Uh, it's like having an outdated glass. Four dimensional. kind of. It's <laughs> like an outdated glasses uh, prescription. Yes. And then they like tune it up. Ones. You're like, whoa, this is 4K. Yeah. It's like when you're watching a video and it's still fuzzy just a little bit and then it clears up. That's what it's like. Oh, interesting. It's like when you're no, underwater. Like yeah. and there's, should we go back and forth? Yes. It's like just keep paying these analogies. But that's why, like, for me, I was like, whoa. And especially because once I got it done, he was like, you're seeing better than 2020 because of how well the laser was able to reshape the eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he, and I was like, this is incredible. So and how old were you? 20. It was right before we met. So 20. I wasn't even 23 yet. I think it was 22. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't meet you while you were wearing googly eyes like that. And these googly bottle eyes. Bottle can. Bottle cap. Hey, I stuck with you during your glasses phase for the last month. Yeah, but, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you already married me. <laughs> Did I keep it a secret from you that I had glasses? When no. is the first time I showed you what I look like in glasses? You never really did. You just always wore contacts. No. 
So I, that's what I'm saying. And like, those oh. glasses you we got together. I mean, we already we married. did get them yeah. together, huh? Yeah, you got like them extra special lenses to make them thinner, and they're NASA, still <laughs> NASA lenses, and they're still <laughs> super still so super magnifying. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is like they they. It's one thing when you have to put up with these like crazy prescription, crazy curvature on the glasses. Right. In terms of like it hurts your eyes, but it's another thing when you visually look different. Like it shrinks your eyeballs from the person who's looking at you. Yeah. Your eyeballs look smaller and that's where it gets weird. And you're like, yeah. I don't want to look weird. Right. But, um, no, I feel like you, it was very terrifying. Like it is, I don't want to scare anybody off from it, but I was less scared getting my vasectomy and I was less scared when I broke my arm and had a compound fra fracture. I, and I had to push my bone back in. I, this was truly scary because it's so precision based. And even though the risk of blindness is so small, according to the, what the physician said, there's more like risk of like uh, uh, infection and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, That's still what you think about though. Oh, 100%. You're having a laser in your eye. In your eye. And, and you're awake for it. It cuts the flap of the cornea off. And you have this like dime sh sized clear flap that they just cut off your eye, uh, which I still don't know if they do it with a laser or they do it with a little blade or something. It's incredible that you can't feel it because I know they put like numbing, numbing drops, drops in but there. But that numbing drops work on your eyes. Yes. You know, that's so crazy. Well, it was crazy that you don't blink either. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, I haven't blinked in a minute now. Yeah, because it has that little tool. Well, no, not that. Like, like when they put the drops in, you don't have a desire to blink anymore. Oh. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed. I was like sitting there. I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't think I noticed that. I was like, it's because they're I, so numb. I feel how heavy they are, and I was like, why am I not blinking? And then I was like, oh, maybe I should blink and clear <laughs> my eye. Maybe I should blink. Oh, um, I, I don't think I even noticed that. I think I was just too nervous. And to then they like. take this um, eyeball holder, which they put in like under your uh, upper and lower lid, and then they put like this like suction cup over it. But I wish they showed me that video and not like what LASIK can or can't do for you. Like they showed you a, a six minute like consent video because oh. consent is sexy. Mm -hmm. um, but they didn't really show. Well, I think they showed a little. They showed like what they're doing, but they never really showed. Like, I think I found a YouTube video that was like way better than the one at the doctor's office because the one at the doctor's office, I think they shot it in 1992 after a year of doing <laughs> I LASIK. I can't believe they haven't like updated it. It was on an iPad and everything. Like it wasn't like it looked like it was in a VHS, you know, <laughs> uh, but the YouTube video is great. It. So they'll, they'll cut that little flap cornea uh, off, not off, but like cut it and then flip it all over, which so again. So that's your cornea is the part that they So the cornea, off. the cornea, no, the, the, yeah, the cornea is the, the, the lens itself on your eye. And then the retina is like the back of your eye. Right. And, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. I gotta, I'm backtracking a little bit. Uh, no, your cornea, I think is the, like the color of your eyes. And then there's a lens over it. So they cut that lens. They cut lens. the lens part off. Yeah, they, they yeah. cut the lens, not off, but just like as a flap. Mm -hmm. And they do each eye and they flip it. And you're laying on the table. And then the machine is, there's like a left side and a right side. And like they're two independent kind of things. So they have you on the sliding table and on the, you're on the left side of the machine. And that's when they do like one eye, cut the cornea, take the thing that prep you, and then cut the other cornea. So you both corneas are cut. And then they move you to the next machine, like slides you over like two feet over and automatically. And then at that point, that's where they introduce the laser. And what's crazy is you could see him using some kind of little tool, which I'm assuming it's like a scalpel or not a scalpel, but a little is it hook. The machine that does it automatically or does the doctor do it? What? The laser. The, well, the machine does it automatically, but the doctor, the, the trippy part was seeing the flap actually move. So like you, can see it. you go yeah, from, over your oh, eye. I could see these lights because you're looking. And that's another thing. What's scary is that they have all these lights in there that you're like, I almost wish there's a way to like in my brain to turn off my vision because I don't want to see how like how this is done. That's the trip. And so part. you're you're tripping balls going like, oh, here's a flap that's actually just flapped open. Now that they flapped it open, it's super blurry. You're like, oh, OK, that's the flap. And you see him with some kind of sharp tool kind of moving out of the way. You're like, that's terrifying. Um, and then the laser starts, which there's a smell of burning flesh that's very common. Like it, they caught right. I've been in enough ER, uh, 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 surgical uh, rooms to 
be used to that smell. Like they'll use that if a woman's bleeding after birth. They'll use it in surgery when they cut you open because all the veins, not mm-hmm. the veins, but the little uh, capillaries are, are bleeding to stop the bleeding. But um, so that smell was very common to me, like a very used. But it's weird, though. It's a it's a it's a like weird knowing smell. that it's on your eye. It's trippy. That, so what was cool is they, they did a countdown. They're like, OK, just 10 seconds. So he goes, OK, five more seconds. We're almost done. For the laser? Yeah, the laser is quick. And that's the part that reshapes your cornea, and that's the part that essentially fixes your 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 vision. And then they put and you see them putting the flap back on and he's kind of brushing somehow something, you know, over it. I think maybe like a cod and swab or something. But it it was it was really fast. It was terrifying because the whole time he goes, Don't move, don't talk, don't and you just focus on your breathing. The whole time you're like Okay, my neck is not secured into anything. You know, it's just laying yeah, there. Yeah, if I move right now, it's I'm like, over what if I need to go, <coughs> like, clear my throat? Like, what if you start coughing? Oh my gosh, <sighs> that so, would be like my because I I actually tend to in like very stressful situations. I actually that's almost like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. for me. I actually start coughing, my throat starts closing up, and um, I need to like cough. Yeah, I when can't they, believe I didn't do when that. When they tell you don't move, don't cough, don't talk, you're like, well, guess what? I need to do now. <laughs> I need to cough now. Yeah, I have to sneeze actually. <laughs> so the whole time, like, I was like just breathing in a pace. Luckily, it's so quick that like it's almost like your body doesn't have time to respond in these like. Oh, I had normal, plenty of time yeah. to respond. Yeah. I was just focusing. It's ten seconds, so you're like, okay, these are the longest ten seconds of my life. Yeah. Don't I move. I remember it going so quickly. I'm, I think the Valium helped. Yeah, Valium did help. <laughs> uh, which is funny because I didn't take the Valium when I had a vasectomy. I was so, yeah, it does help you relax just a tiny bit. I mean, you're still scared and, you know, nervous and well, all I, the things, but it just helped take the edge off a little. Oh, yeah. I wish they gave me two Valium. <laughs> really? Well, because not necessarily that I'm like, oh, I like the Valium. It was the perfect amount to take the edge off, but I noticed I was still holding my breath. And I was like, you know, that feeling that you're about to go on stage and like talk to a crowd of people. So your stomach kind of drops. Yeah. That was the feeling, but I was realizing like, Oh, I'm just holding my breath. I need to just like breathe. (sighs) Yeah. I know. Then trying to breathe where you're not like making too much motion. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's after it's done, which I would say the whole procedure is like, you know, I think I was on that table for a total of 15 minutes. Right. Because I would say less. Well, no, because it's like, positioning repositioning positioning repositioning the actual laser so they they cut open that takes about a few seconds and the laser part takes 15 seconds and And you feel nothing you feel nothing it's the in-between stuff that takes a little bit longer you you feel you feel absolutely nothing on the eyes you feel no pain you don't feel any kind of stinging um the gals the the nurses in that room they were so good that they would constantly add those uh, numbing drops like every couple of like seconds or minutes or whatever mm-hmm. and uh yeah you felt absolutely nothing. i think it's just getting over the fear of like i can't believe i'm staring at this thing with my eyeball yes. and it's know. almost like your brain is playing tricks on you because you don't feel anything but if you should be able to feel something right? correct it's almost like your brain is like wait a second you need to be feeling this because there's a laser going in your eye yeah. it's all weird and it's true what people say like you actually start seeing normally the moment of yeah. like uh, the moment you get up it looks like you just like your eyes were underwater yeah. so everything's a little fuzzy like that but you're like oh i could read that sign yeah. it's crazy how quickly because i thought like for sure when i got it done i'm like they're gonna tell me to close my eyes and like keep them closed for the rest of the day <laughs> i felt and he's like nope you're fine you i felt go. so this is where the fear went away is when they finished one eye and they taped it my my eyelid down t- taped it closed so i don't open my eye for you know like a couple of minutes while they're working on the other eye oh, yeah and that was the first part that I felt like okay, safe, yeah. safe. Like I was like, like, I want to close my, after like your eyes open like that, you're like, can you, pl- can I, can I please close my can eye? Can I please close my eye? Like I feel safe now. All right. Um, and yeah, you, f- you see it right away. It's trippy that you, it's an in and out. Like we just opened your eye lid and we, not eyelid, your, lens. your, your lens of your eye, put a laser and burn a bunch of stuff. Okay, bye. Like, yeah. go home. Yeah. See ya. And it's an outpatient procedure. It's terrifying. I was in my flip-flops. Yeah. I was in my flip-flops and a, and a t-shirt <laughs> on a surgical table. Like, so weird. I'm like, you... And they... Man, they were good, man. Their system over there, they were, like, anticipating anything and everything. And yeah, wham, they've got it down to a science. They I mean, do 30... They said between 15 and 30 a day 
and they do it like three times a month. Yeah, so they kind of and every, t- every every the rest of the time spent is like doing one day post op, one week post op, the pre op. You know, everybody's like because yeah. there's a, there's a crap ton of appointments before and after that you got to do like follow ups. A lot. That's crazy. So many. It was nuts, man. Um, it's you're probably one of the first ones of the day, so that's good. I feel like maybe, I would not want to be one of the last ones. No, of the day. I think I think uh, I think they did say there were the, the I was like the second or something. Not yeah. not second. They said the doctor's finishing up with one right now. You'll be up next. Yeah, and it's like sure. conveyor belt. Like yeah. there's a small waiting room for like pre-op, and there's like four of us yeah. people sitting there. They're yeah. like, next, are next, we all? Next, yeah. yeah, are we all? It's and everybody's nervous. It's amazing to me that a thing like this. First of all, I think this is the biggest miracle of science. I mean, maybe like Insane. neurologically is a different thing. Like, like I'm sure in medicine, how they can restore somebody's vision who's born blind, perhaps. Yeah. Or like hearing. Or that's hearing. That's another great one. Yeah. But the ability to be like, you couldn't see before and now you could see. Mm-hmm. Now, con- I was content with contact lenses. I was, I've lived enough in them that I was content. But I, the invention of the contact lens is probably the world's greatest invention, in my opinion, not the iPhone. And... <laughs> Contrary the to popular belief. Contrary to popular belief. And then I think the ability to restore vision like that, um, which might I add is fairly inexpensive. It's a good chunk of change, but it's fairly inexpensive. Uh, if you're well, wondering, if you're, yeah, if you're tell the well, if you're wondering like what something like that runs, um, how much was it when you got it done 10 years ago? I think it was still like 5,000. It was five. Yeah. It, like was, it was like 47. 47 45. or 40. Well, I think there was some like pre-ups uh, oh, out of pocket I paid. But I think it was between 45 and 4,700 bucks. And the ability to restore your vision. Yeah. Which um, they also do payment plans if you they do. want it. Like, right. That's cool. That's, the, that's I think cool. that's great that they're able. I know that insurance yeah, doesn't cover LASIK. So that's a yeah, bummer. Nobody's insurance covers LASIK. It's that's a bummer. Not, that's but, not a thing. But it's for me and for you it's like 1000% worth it they're doing god's work out there man the ability <laughs> to restore vision like that i think this should be like a free government subsidized thing is like to be able to give people the ability to see and that quickly and they call it an elective procedure like yeah. now there's also a whole thing of like apparently only like 75% of the people actually qualify for it right. it's it's the thickness of your cornea that matters so i have a friend that couldn't get it done yeah mm-hmm. And we always hang it over her head and be like, look at this. <laughs> Your corneas are so thin right look now. Look at this thin cornea. Yeah. But that kind of sucks, though, because it's like the people that, I mean, there's yeah. people, yeah, that want it probably so bad and they just have to wear contacts. There's no. I wonder if they could do that PDK or PRK, whatever PRK. it is. PRK. So the PRK is uh, they, they use the laser while you're still, you're, they don't cut that lens flap off of you. And from what I hear, now, and that's not, I think this is complete bro science, but based off of like the three people that gave me some advice on LASIK that I had it done or heard of somebody, they are like, they had to be like in the dark for like three to seven days. That one's more invasive, I think. Like it No, just less invasive. I think it's more, because invasiveness means like we're cutting something off. Oh, I guess I mean more. Um, intense? Reco- yeah, more intense. Recovery is longer. Because the blurriness makes sense that maybe the the lens get burns gets burnt too. That's probably why. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. Because I have heard, and then there's that's where the you hear the horror stories. I think is from that mm-hmm. procedure itself. Yeah, um, um, I think my brother. I think he had it that way, and then um, um, yeah, a few people that I've heard they're saying like, oh yeah, my friend did it, and they were in the dark, you know, stumbling through the house for a while because they can't be in light because they're really sensitive. Yes, which and that makes sense if you had to go through your lens. I don't know. It makes more sense if you had to cut it, the lens open. But hey, what do I know? The, but Nothing. I mean, I just know the fact that today is, I had it done yesterday. And today, um, look, look at me. Great. Look at yeah. me. I'm looking at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to do, and then afterwards, which I don't remember taking the antibiotics, but I'm sure I did. Um, you should do antibiotics in your eye to prevent infection. And what's yes. the other one? Uh, a steroid and an antibiotic. Okay. And, and then so infection and inflammation oh, are your two like yeah. common things. And then they give, you have to buy a whole ton of artificial tears because your eyes are so yeah, dry. So dry. And you got to take a drop like every 15 minutes. Yeah. In the beginning, the, yeah. like that first week. Mm-hmm. What is it? Do they say f- the first week or the first I don't remember that actually. I was going to ask yeah. him about my next uh, like appointment. I thought the paper said. Uh, I'm often. sure if I read it. 
<laughs> I'm sure if I read it. I was so ill-prepared. I came um, for pre-op and she's like, so did you get all your uh, eye drops and medications picked up? I go, nope. She goes, oh, you're going to want them. <laughs> but it was on their fault because they didn't send him. Oh, so you're like, that's you guys. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just touching up with a little bit of those artificial touching tears. Up. Why are you crying? I know. Every, like It's weird going through a store mm. and like stopping take some drops and like people going like yeah and you have to do this for like a month i remember doing tears i mean towards the end it's like once or twice a day but Mm. it's still you have to like think about it and until your eyes just don't feel that dryness anymore they were telling me i don't know if it's because like i got i was i've been i've maybe because i've had bad contact days you know in those days like your contact is bothering you and it's hurting you all the time i want well especially with your ulcers that makes sense But like, I would constantly be told by the physicians and everything is like, be expecting, it's gonna feel like you have sand in your eyes after that uh, sand that's dipped in Tabasco sauce. And I'm like, that Yikes. sounds terrifying. <laughs> but honestly, it's, it's been smooth sailing. Yeah. Like, that's I'm like, how I felt too, it wasn't that bad, but I also can't, yeah, it came from like terrible eye pain to that and I'm like, oh, this is fine. It's just the dryness, that's it. Huh. It's just dry. I but also wonder if it's the truly like the thickness of like uh, the cornea helps and yeah maybe it's like if you have a thinner one that you feel it more you feel it more huh, that makes sense that's why they don't want you do it when that's it's too probably thin. the case yeah yeah or like remember that feeling when you would get like a tear in your contact never had a tear you never had a tear in your contact. an actual tear in a contact yeah. what kind of cheap crap are you buying apparently it's like the people who are like <laughs> back in the like people will no, say like oh the condom the, the condom ripped i'm like what cheap condoms are you <laughs> buying like where are you getting are them? Are you putting sand in your crotch? <laughs> what do you like? I, who's ripping condoms? No, I got the ripped contacts all the time, and I don't know. Like, are my eyeballs just that? Like, now when would you notice the ripness? Like the ripness, ripness, not a, the the <laughs> the, rip, the, tear. the tear. When would you notice the tear? Sometimes it would like happen while I was wearing it, or like maybe I just no, didn't notice. But like, I would put it on and I would feel it. So like. I would put my contact on it and I'd be like, right when I put it on, you know, you let it like kind of sure. move around. And then it'd be like, oh, like something feels weird. And I could immediately like feel if it was ripped. Really? Sometimes Never. it would be right in the middle. It's just like a little line. Like if you take your contact out and look at it, you can see a little tear. Or sometimes it'd be like on the, s- the very edge, like a little piece would be broken off. Are it's- you buying stuff on eBay? Yeah. No, they were expensive contacts. That I don't know. Maybe trippy. my eyeballs are. I've never weird. had a tear. I've had them um, crimp up a little bit, like you know, like a a, a, cr- a crease in the corner, and that's basically because I I put them in the little uh, those little uh, cups, those little uh, you know the contact lens storage case? things case, and you know how like one side would not go into the sal- oh, solution, and so yeah, it, so it, it would kind of dry, dry I've had that, but I've never had a tear. I just have I had not great experiences with contacts. The people who are tearing their contacts are the same people who are having like rips in their condoms that are like, they're not having uh, 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 foreplay. <laughs> I was almost, Maybe my eyeballs are too I was almost going to ask big. you, like, what's the thing they call yeah. before sex? But I also have astigmatism, so like my eye shape. <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing they call before? The, you know that thing? Stuff you do before sex. That <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's fun. Of. Yeah, it's... Uh, you have astigmatism? Yeah, so my instead of being a round shape, my eye is uh, more of like a football shape. So maybe that has something to do with like the contacts not being I thought they're perfectly. all football shape. I thought they're all like coming Some of like them that. are more football um, shaped and those are the, that's the astigmatism. So that's why sometimes um, people with astigmatism can't wear contacts. Oh, well. Science. Science. Did you know actually at one point in my life I wanted to study optometry? Why? I thought I just find it so fascinating the eyeballs. Uh, I the eyeballs. I I do <laughs> think it's fu- fascinating. Um, here's my only experience with the f- how fascinating it is. As I remember when I was doing my prereqs for nursing in Seattle, they had us take anatomy and physiology class, and they brought cow eyeballs for us to dissect. They're gross. Have you done that too? Uh, we did. I feel like we did eyeballs in col. Yeah, in college. Did I did. Uh, yeah, I took anatomy. Why'd you take it for Just English? For fun. Just for fun. Oh, well, I did. I did have a science elective. Oh, and it was fascinating to see like this like turquoise black material behind the eyeball. 
it, it, it's They're fascinating gross, yeah. like how everything's so small like yeah. all the little i don't want to call them veins but like these little capillaries and you're like that makes a connection to the back of oh, your brain yeah. and it's all flipped upside down so crazy i i always found it fascinating because it's like how we see the world it was our eyeballs interesting a lot of good points are being made right yes, now i know but it's also like 10 years of school or something yeah you're like i just want to party yeah i just <laughs> want to have a college experience yeah, yeah so no that's 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 the magical world of uh optometry <laughs> yes i don't want to also what? i what is it bex what hey bud <laughs> i'll make you lunch as soon as we're done okay love you this is great this is really, great. <laughs> this is really professional <laughs> This is what happens uh, when you're your parent and you're a podcaster, too. Yeah, the people will love it more. What, right? did you, what did you say? You were saying. Oh, I was also surprising to me, which I find very. What's the word I'm looking for? Not cute, but. Um, Horny? <laughs> yes, that was the next one I was going to say. All right. I don't. I can't think of the word, but I wasn't expecting you to be so emotional oh. when you came into the car. So Hor- like, horny is the word. <laughs> that's the exact word I was looking for. Um, but because I got it done, but and I definitely wasn't that emotional. I was just like cool. Really. <laughs> but then I also had a different experience. First of all, I was telling this to somebody else. I guess I can say this afterwards, but what? After we go through your experience of coming so i had my coming video <laughs> coming into the car oh, okay i mean if we're gonna talk about being horny so <laughs> um i was gonna say now you caught me I don't, oh when you came to the car i yeah. had my video camera on because i was like oh i want to see like his reaction yeah. i know he's, he's probably gonna be like say something silly and yeah, yeah. you know make a comment yeah. and you walked in i was bawling like a baby no yeah. it was you didn't start crying first you i said how does it feel and you're just like emotional and then um you started talking about and then the floodgates opened up but the dam broke (laughs) it was cute i wasn't expecting because i was like you know usually you have something like witty or funny to say but i think and then i was like oh why are you like and i was like oh you're getting emotional you're like and then you started telling me all about why you're emotional mm-hmm. so tell the people well uh, it's it's actually had this thought i was like when i before going into the operation i was like am i because you've seen those videos online where like the deaf person finally gets a hearing aid or the blind person not a blind person but those colorblind people get those color blind corrective glasses and they mm-hmm. see things or hear things for the first time and it's this really heartfelt thing crying um you know in the age of having contact lenses having a really strong prescription is uh it's scary because not that oh it could only get worse it's scary because you're handicapped in the worst case scenario so if there's a worst case scenario where uh somebody breaks in in the middle of the night and you're trying to get your glasses you're sol right Mm -hmm. uh if if uh you and again these are like worst case scenario uh you get uh kidnapped or something like that um, and your contacts, you know, pop out or whatever, your glasses aren't there. You're handicapped. If, if oh, one big fear for mine was like hunting, like I'm hunting. Mm-hmm. And what if I rub an eye, contact falls out. I don't have my solution. My hands are dirty. Like you're, you're again, you're handicapped. And so yeah. that part was, in fact, one of the nurses that, that was there, she was, uh, she asked, why are you getting LASIK? And I was like, I said, you know, for these reasons, she goes, yeah, I was in, I was in London and I had my last pair of contacts with me and the thing ripped and I couldn't get this prescription there. And so it, it, you never want to feel like that vulnerable. Yes. So that's first one. A second one for me was because I've been wearing glass since I was 10, my upbringing when I was like a kid was never... Like I didn't develop till I got older, and so I was a a chubby, short, awkward kid um, that was bullied in middle school and a little bit in high school. And one of the first things people would always do, because kids are assholes, is they would say, you know, they get in your face, you know, after like shoving you or whatever, 
And then they're like, I'm going to break your glasses. That was always like this most iconic thing mm-hmm. uh, where I'm going to break your glasses. It, it, that was the one of the most first, that's the first thing people would do. And you kind of did this thing where like your, glass, your glasses became a thing that both you understood you're vulnerable and the uh, uh, aggressor um, of like this bullying is like, I know that vulnerability of yours. Do you want me to take away your vulnerability? You know what I mean? Like, do you want me to take away that crutch that you're laying on? And um, yeah, it was it was a feeling of like freedom. And mm-hmm. um, and I remember coming out of the operating thing uh, room and um, and I wa- they brought me into like the waiting room and I just that's when I started getting choked up before. That's, yeah, I started I, uh, after after yeah. it was done. I, I started choking up. Like I came and said, and she goes, like that's when I started getting, you know, like all the emotions are coming. And I kind of held it together. And she's like, oh, are you excited? And I was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I kept, gulps. I kept doing that kind of stuff. And then when I left and I got in the car, that's when the floodgates opened yeah. up. And you know, I had a, one of those good cries. Yeah, on my shoulder. Yeah, it was really sweet. I feel like. Um, you let me post it on Instagram, so that was nice. Was, was Were people like, what a girl? No, people were like, oh, that's so precious. And then, like, somebody even wrote, well, somebody commented. Somebody commented, actually, uh, um, on the video, is this real? Or, um, like, is he being genuine or not? Or is he, like, joking? Because mm-hmm. I can't tell. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, he's genuine. I caught him, like, walking to the car. And he's like, and when I said that he was like oh that's like such a inspiration that he's like can he's such a guy's guy but can also be like that vulnerable and share his emotions and that's such a cool thing i started crying so much when i became a dad (laughs) (laughs) it's cute now we cry the same and i love it (laughs) i cry so much when's the last time the last time i cried Father's I, Day. I, Father's Day. I've never cr- really cried before. I never got emotional. My kids are very emotional to me, um, watching them grow up and around me. Yeah. And then uh, I always said two things I'm afraid. Like, I've I've broken an arm, and, like, while creating YouTube videos, like, I had to do this whole thing of, like, building with one arm. And so I, I can – that never, like, defined me of who I am. Um, so I kind of did scenarios. Okay, well, if I lost one arm one time for a period of time, I was like – I, it, I never questioned I got never got depressed I never questioned my I just worked harder with my other arm right and so I kind of did this thing was okay I think I can lose my leg maybe both my legs I, I heaven forbid I don't ever want to but um, I think I can do that and be fine lose a limb and be fine what I can't do is my biggest fear is losing my sight because your vision is your memories and right. I I can't imagine I, and this is why I was nervous into the operation I was like I can't imagine losing sight the inability to see your kids grow up like mm-hmm. i see that they're at one five or one six and seven years old but i also want to see them at 10 mm-hmm. i want to see them at 12 and 16 um and and to be robbed of that those are your like memories like you you can't see that you know right. especially when you've had a period of seeing and not not seeing um so vision is one thing and then your head like i'm terrified of like head trauma because I know it would be the same. Yeah, you know yeah. the same. I've I've known too many people who had multiple strong concussions, and the circuit you got rewired in the brain mm-hmm. that you're like you're not that same person. And I'm terrified of that. Right. Because your brain is not only who you are, but to me, it's also like I it, it's my ideas. My ideas is like what pays the bills. Like oh, right. I'll do this. I'll do that. My yeah. personality. Um. And so that was the kind of the thing. And so I remember. Uh. So you know, th- those are my fears. And and uh, like I said when <laughs> the last time i bawled so hard was when you made me a father's day video you're very good at recording videos of the kids and taking pictures and it stores in your cloud i don't know why our clouds are not synced up like i should be able to access it on my phone right. but you have all this crazy like videos that i never knew even existed mm-hmm. and you made me this like six minute compilation it was like 12 minutes was it 12 minutes <laughs> it's like 12 or 14 minutes compilation like four songs right four it, a compilation of like all these scenes where the kids were around me whether we're dirt biking or we're wrestling in the backyard when they're yeah and i like to me those things are kind of like the deathbed memories mm-hmm. right those are the things you think about when you're in your deathbed attributed to using memories. your your eyes to see right and it was like this i got to experience that at age 32 you know, on Father's Day and like go over these memories. And yeah, I ball like a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really cute. 
What's the time before that? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what it was before I that. I can't even last time. I can't remember the last time I cried. I'd, I'd get teared up. You would. Get, you used to cry a lot. Now, you haven't done that before. You used to have this like that whole like time of the month thing where you just need a good cry or yeah. something like that. And you haven't done that in a long time. I think I cried a lot when I first started staging. You did. You were stressed out. You're like it was, it was a difficult day. Yeah. Um, but like I said, that's I why don't. I haven't cried in a long time. Right, you're all purged out. Yeah. You're like I'm good. Work for it. hasn't been as yeah. Dehydrated from it. <laughs> all my tears are gone. I need some of your artificial artificial tears. tears yeah. No, it's um, and I I only anticipate me crying more because I as they this, get older, it, the kids. Oh my god, yes. Like right now, like like kissing my kids on their forehead, and I'm like, I have only such a small time with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I have 18 summers, and like, you know, you're seven already. And like, what's gonna happen? I have eleven more. I have to make eleven incredible right. more, and then hopefully at that point you're still gonna want to hang out with me and not your friends. And yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm only gonna cry even more. Oh, I'm gonna ball. I'm glad now I won't be the only one crying in this house. Yeah. <laughs> me and the kids. <laughs> Usually. It's, it's important that I got my blue belt in jujitsu. That way I'd be like, oh, he's a, such a wuss. It's like, yeah, yeah but no. I can still choke you out and yeah, kill listen. you. <laughs> Yeah, I can still choke you out <laughs> while I'm crying. While I'm crying. You ever been choked out by a crying right? man before? Rear naked chokehold. Put an arm bar by a crying man. As he's wiping the tears from the, his eyes. The guy on arm I'm breaking, he's like he's so confused. He's like, yeah. well, I'm confused. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> I miss my children. <laughs> I love they're, them so much. They're growing up so fast. No, I love it. I think it's... I I love seeing the that vulnerable... You know, tender side. There's a of you. there's which is funny you say that because not like I ever came off as a very no, tough guy. No, 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 you didn't. But it was it's more like yeah, like I in the first few years we were married, I don't think I even saw you cry once. No, maybe like once. No, yeah. Oh, you know when I, the first time I think I cried in front of you was when we had a miscarriage. Really? Yeah. That far into it? I think so. I don't know before that when I cried. Maybe I think there might have been like one maybe other time, one. but it was very few and far between. But mm. now, yeah, yeah, I just I just love that I can cry on your shoulder. You can cry on <laughs> mine. It's funny going back to what I'm saying. Like you come from a a, a like a, a young age of like um, being bullied, so that kind of jacks you up mentally and your yeah. confidence. Mm-hmm. But it's not until like you become like I guess develop. I don't know how to even put it. Like. De- it's not until you start figuring some of your own stuff out, who you want to be as a man, and you, right. you've you done some difficult things that you consider kind of tough, like running marathons or going through a, a, a thing that voluntarily going through something that nobody else wants to go through or taking the path of most resistance and right. conquering your inner bitch, like I always say, you know, um, that... And, and then, you know, maybe doing some kind of martial arts where you're actually taking out a lot of this aggression with somebody else in a fair, fair lineup. Um, that you kind of go, you know what? I got a pretty good grap- grasp on masculinity, and right. and I don't need to prove anybody of toughness to anything. I just want to be a nice person until I'm pushed otherwise. And so, therefore, crying becomes really easy. You know, yeah. I think it's the people who are kind of, I think it's the guys that have a hard time. Is that a hair of yours? No, no, that's a thread. I think it's the guys that uh, are more embarrassed about crying are the guys that are a little more insecure about themselves and their masculinity. Um, it's like, who knows? I mean, like, I, I mean, you could, yeah. I'm a huge fanboy of Joe, of Joe Rogan, and he and he's a trained killer. I mean, he's he's a crazy uh, train. I mean, he's he's a, a jiu-jitsu black belt, uh, a black belt in uh, taekwondo. I mean, around killers in the octagon of the MMA. And he's like, oh, I cry all the time. Yeah. He, and he, he like, and it's like, I think, I think when you don't have to worry about coming across a certain way to other people, like, you're easily. Feels, sometimes it feels good to cry. I don't know. I don't agree. I don't agree one bit of that. No, I don't. I don't like crying. <laughs> I don't like it. Sometimes, like for me, I mean, I'm, I'm, well, di- I think I'm it's wired differently. Yeah. I think it's a hormone. Yeah. That's like in your body. it actually feels good to cry sometimes. You me. guys have what you guys call because the it's psychotic. Like, it's, well, it's like a release. You so. guys have the psychotic thing you call a happy cry. <laughs> yes, I've had that. Guys too. don't have happy cries. Well, you know, the Father's Day thing was a happy cry. It was, but it wasn't like a happy cry. Like I needed that. Like I didn't have this panned up thing. Look, if I have anything panned up, let's have sex, and I, I, I'm no and longer. Yeah, that's up. your release. That's my release. I, I don't. I don't need a good cry. Like they say, like like a good movie to watch. Right. Or like a good cry. Yeah. 
movies jack me up. I get. I was watching. I get uh, really emotional. I was watching uh, freaking uh, Ford, Ford versus Ferrari yeah. yesterday, for which is my favorite movie to date now. Um, and I watched it probably I don't know how many times now. And yeah, there's a scene in there where like the like the the guy is like you know he lost his auto shop and ability provider for his family his wife is working two jobs and she's freaking out at him yelling at him he's like i can't you better not be racing again i, I you know we're gonna lose the house and i'm not losing my home and and he's like hey i got offered and they're paying this much and it's a crazy amount and and she was like crazy excited and that teared me up because i've been there like i've been yeah. there being broke with you and i was like like hey you know, we got this deal. Check check out the the, the paycheck that the brand's yeah. paying me, and this is like in the early stages, Mr. Billet. And I was like, you know, we we couldn't absorb an extra five hundred dollar bill, and then right. uh, and then boom, this like crazy deal happened, and I was like excited to tell you to make you proud. So it's like stuff like you that. Were there and yeah, so anytime there's hardship or relationship with their children, yes, it's that stuff or will get parents, me too. It it gets me all the time, man. I'm always in the back choking up. Oh oh, here's another one. What I can't watch is. Uh, children or women uh, being mistreated. Yeah. Like uh, we turned on Black Widow and then there's like the very beginning, like a couple of minutes of it where they're like um, the girls were being separated. The the And then they were taken to that like training. To, to the training assassins. Yeah. But the, the two sisters were like, no, don't take her. Yeah. I, I was I like, that, I, yeah. I had to look away and I gave you the remote. I was like, well, we had I, to fast forward that part because it was rough. I told you to fast that, like, forward. Like, opening like, credits. Those are. I, I was like, like, I can't those. watch this. Yeah. Like, I ball like a baby. Yeah. So, so that's mine. That's how they pull at your heartstrings. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you can cry now. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks to Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweet. I'm yeah. glad everything went well. And I didn't cry when I got the Porsche. So, I mean, that tells you, it's you true. know, there's priorities behind it. <laughs> I'll probably cry if you ever scratch it, you know. Or I, you keep asking me kids. to teach you how to drive the stick, which I'm 100% for. But my ter- like I have this like one scary like uh, thought that always comes to my mind. I go, what if Crash she it. pulls up? Because it's a very low car. Like, what if she comes up to to like when you on a parking spot? You know, there's a sidewalk. What if she like doesn't know where it is and then she just like rams the bumper into it? <laughs> and I was like, I would probably cry. You know, but you'd be so mad. I wouldn't be mad at you because I know you're 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 very good about like uh, how do I put it? You because anytime there's something like uh, uh, that's either expensive or vulnerable, whatever, and I give you instructions, you're very good about listening to all those instructions. And I'd be like, oh, I know, I know, and actually following them. Like one of the first ones was you're, you wanted to learn how to drive the boat specifically when somebody's wake surfing and how all to right. get him. Cause if you don't maneuver the right way, there's a few, they're easy steps, but if you don't follow those little steps and you turn the boat around, cause you created this big wave that somebody's surfing, there's like an inch of water that goes into the boat mm-hmm. from this wave that splashes in. And you were very good about listening and doing exactly what I told you. And I was like, oh cool, I could trust you. So I wouldn't be mad at you. Cause I know I you think it would just well. take that one time. If, if I like took it out once with you, it would kind of calm you down. But I am honestly terrified of driving. I don't want to, I want to learn to drive it, but I also don't want to drive it because I'm so terrified. I, well, I think it's the fact that like, I think the appreciation on my part, I think with the people that get mad at a spouse or somebody else who like, like wrecks, not wrecks, but like damages a thing. Mm-hmm. I think that people who do that is as the person who's preserving this thing, you know, you, you give it the most uh, uh, caution, right? You're overly cautious. You, you're careful not to park too close, not to park too far, because you know what I mean, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I think the only thing the other person wants to hear is the other people in the same situations is they want to see that that person who's trying their car or borrowing it is treating it as equally as cautious, if not more than them. Right. And so when you like, so like, what I would love to see is that when you're behind it, and we will definitely, I'll teach you driving and all this stuff. Is like, I want to be like my paranoia around it i want to see like your paranoia about it so like when i go to a parking spot i'll like go like when it's like more in the back and open and and when i come to a curb you know that i'm parking the car that i'll just like start way prematurely and i'd rather give myself two feet in front of it than that so like when you do that kind of thing which i already see you in the garage like you're always like yelling at the boys if they get too close to the car (laughs) so to me that's all i think that's all people want is be like Show me you care mm-hmm. the way I care. Right. I mean, it's the people who are like, ah, oh, sorry. You're like, you don't care Oops. about my stuff, do you? Right. But, so, Oops. yeah, it's a whole different thing. But yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's nice to be able to see, um, 
LASIK twins. LASIK twins. Except I'd probably have to go LASIK cuties. Is yours wearing done. off, huh? It's honestly, it's held up really well for 10 years. It's just um, at night. You're getting my, old. My um, Father time. fear is, though, because I'm like, what if, well, I could just start wearing glasses at night. But then my fear is if I start wearing glasses, and my vision. No. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm hunting. Uh, <laughs> could happen. Yeah, what if I get kidnapped and I don't have my glasses? And I don't have my glasses. And there you go, you're coughing. <laughs> anxiety, anxiety cough. Don't move, don't bleed, don't talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, that actually runs through my head. I'm like, if I ever got kidnapped, I would give myself, or like, you know, or somebody breaks into my house and I'm hiding, I would give myself away immediately because I would start coughing. Really? Yeah, that's like a scenario that plays through my head. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to, I thought about just like maybe getting glasses for nighttime driving, but I mean, it's not bad enough where I, it's probably going to be soon where I need nighttime I think corrective. once you get into your thirties, things just happen. Yeah. But I was, I was thinking about just getting glasses, but my fear is that if I get glasses for nighttime, my vision is just going to rapidly decline. Cause that's what happens when you get, um, like I remember when I got glasses in like fifth grade. The minute I started wearing them, my vision just like rapidly declined because your eyes are now needing that extra. Now, here's an argument to you because some kids who are uh, little, well, obviously all, all kids are little, little kids like in their, when they're five or something like that and they need corrective lenses, they give them corrective lenses with anticipation that they grow out of it. And a lot I've of them- I've never heard of that. Yes. And a lot of them do. They'll have really? glasses when they're little and then they don't have to have them later on. So I don't know. I think that might be bro science. The fact that really? you, you, it rapidly, here's what happens when you have to overstrain your eye. Uh, that's when your mm -hmm. vision deteriorates. Yeah. So the moment you alleviate that straining on your eye, like wearing glasses. I almost like my doctor told me that though, or you, my optometrist. That's like 10 years ago. Science that's has true. doubled. Remember, Maybe. you know what they told us 10 years ago? The food pyramid, that you need oh, to have the grains. Yes. The most is you that need to have like eight to 12 servings worse. of grains a day. No, but, but um, I don't know. But I also like, am not at that point yet where I'm like having to squint, but I think it's coming in well, the next you're year or so. Right, well, listen. Yeah, but also, age yeah. you know that super old you're you're <laughs> you're older but also pregnancy messes with your eyesight doesn't which kind of sucks i keep telling you eat the placenta yeah should have you didn't should what you have. do with the placenta just throw it away yeah i didn't want to see that thing wow we could have or had eat pills it. we would have had a great vision yeah. darn would you would you have eaten the placenta if you put it in pills like they put it in pill capsules form? Cap if it was encapsulated yeah disgusting Why? that was a test <laughs> why I wouldn't care. Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's disgusting to me if like you get a fork and just start eating it. Yeah, it's like a ribeye. <laughs> yeah, but if it's in capsule form, I don't care. It's just taking like a vitamin. But you're eating your own body though. That's mm -hmm. weird. Yes. It's, 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 it makes sense to me if it's like a guy eating his wife's uh, placenta because it's like it's somebody like here's what I mean by it. there are uh, supplement companies that take a liver of animals and like they they break them down into capsule form so oh, you take yeah. so you like so if you have like muscle tearing and stuff like that mm -hmm. it rehabilitates you really really fast um, but you're taking other animals or other per well, it's not a person's but yeah. other other animals is like liver it's weird when it's like your own body part you know like it's like you're taking no toe clippings and then get it yeah. turned into something else and I've tried my own breast milk did you just a little straight off the tap <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't reach <laughs> <laughs> all right we're, we're getting into another we segment we're gonna, let's save that for the next episode to, we need to cut it there <laughs> all right folks this has been fun thanks for listening uh, yeah shout out to uh mint and pine for being on the the new mr Bill the youtube channel with well not me mr Bill for being the new there's a video i ordered you a bunch of work clothes with area you so. did mm -hmm. oh thanks cool. i'm excited to wear it all right folks love it share it subscribe it uh tell people and whatever all the things all the things people. bye, bye.